Welcome to the Weekly Anime Bonfit Podcast. We're here a little late, but we're here, and that's what matters. I am standing by with Pats, as always. Hi. I'm Pats. Hello, Mr. Jello-Coon. <laughs> and, uh, as you already all noticed, we fixed the audio, so yippee. Yeah, hopefully. Let's uh, hope that's what it is when everyone else hears it. Uh. <laughs> no kidding. All right. So, we're coming here a little late because I was on vacation. I you know I promised if you listened to the last episode, I would do uh we'd do a live one from Vegas, but unfortunately, I had shitty shitty Sprint ne- Nextel uh uh cell phone internet and that was not fun and probably would have not worked very well for VoIP. So, we're here now. Yeah. Uh better late than ever. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I've, I gotta say, I've missed a lot in the, uh, about the week I've been gone, so it's been a blast, though. Had a lot of fun. The weather was freaking gorgeous. I'm from the northern part of the U.S., where we're still getting snow and 12 degrees, and, uh, down there it was 70s. It was freaking beautiful. Saw mm. Penn and Teller, and got to meet them, and that was, that was awesome. That was the highlight of my trip. Okay, if you're boy. down in Vegas, if you're down in Vegas and bored, you got problems, and you're looking for something to do, you gotta see that Penn and Teller show, man. That was freaking awesome. Yeah, it sounds like it. I really, I'd like to see that someday myself. <laughs> yeah, and I got, I got autographs from him, and we got to sob and chat, and uh, Teller actually spoke. <laughs> we, were, we were talking after the show. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. All right. Well, but we've got, we've got a ton of news to get into. So before we uh, I think do we that. Get that. Right before we do that, though, I want to mention, I want to just let everybody know that we are now up on iTunes, and so now you are now capable of subscribing to our podcast on a regular basis at in the iTunes um, podcasting in the iTunes store. And just want to ask everybody, please review us on there if you feel if you feel feel like it. I guess I should say. Just please. Yeah, any, oh yeah. Vote anything for to us, help spread the voice. Us. Or spread the word. <laughs> Alright. Still working on Dig. I know they're being bitches. <laughs> but uh, I guess iTunes is a really good start. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. All so, right. Pat, if you want to go ahead and start the news. Alright, yeah, sure. I'll kick it off. Okay, first story we've got to we've got this week is that Bandai Visual USA has picked up another show. A couple weeks ago, they licensed True Tears and Shigofumi, and now they announced this week that they have picked up the rights to Sola, which is a uh, anime series. It ran for had 13 episodes that aired on TV, and then two DVD exclusive episodes. And they announced earlier, or I guess it was last week, that they have picked up the rights to it, and they're Essentially going to be doing it almost identical to the Japanese release. They're going to have five DVDs, three episodes each, no dub like everything else they do, but only a subtitle on there, no dub, and they're going to be $50 a volume with five volumes with, you know, extra crap and shit to try and compensate for the fact that you're paying $50 for three episodes. And then you also... and According to the article I'm read that they're going to be offering, they've done this for a lot of their stuff, is if you buy their stuff directly from the .anime.us website, it's .anime.us, um, 
they tend to offer extra premiums for the people who buy the stuff there on top of everything else. But, again, it's still $50 for three episodes or whatever. <laughs> so, it's really all up to you if you feel that that's worth it. Uh, I personally... There is a lot of stuff that they've released that I would love to own. Specifically the um, MS Igloo Ovas. But it's just, their pricing is so ridiculous that... I just don't feel comfortable spending it right now. So, okay. Then I got a cheap plug then for uh, rentanime.com. You can rent all your anime. I currently rent five discs at a time for uh, $30 a month. Wow, is that cheap? Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Uh, Yeah, it's like 35 bucks a month I'm paying a month. I get five out at a time. And uh, I've been able to watch full episodes without having to pay a dime for actually purchasing the disc. So it's been nice trying to catch up on the... And they have a huge selection of older anime. That's my cheap plug for the day. So, I mean, yeah, it's a good alternative if you're going to think about buying 50, you know, Solo for 50 bucks, but you're not really sure, you know, if you want to get it, you can always rent it from Rent Anime or some other rental source like Netflix and uh, give it a shot. And then if you like it, you know, purchase it. It's a good point. Or you can always wait for the box set. Visual does box sets. Alright, well, on that note, why don't you take it away with our next story, buddy? Okay, well, the Funimation channel adds Moonface, Peach Girl, and Suzuka. The Funimation channel is premiering Moonface, Peach Girl, and Suzuka, and Black Cat on the American digital television. Uh, oh, that made no sense. On Monday, four previous announced offerings as well Shingugu, Ninja Nonsense, uh, Record of Lotus War, Boogie Pop Phantom are also starting this week. Oh, wow. Several other programs, such as Blue Grenader, Blue uh, Dragon Ball, oh, I apologize, <laughs> Blue Gender, whatever, <laughs> Dragon Ball, Kadoja, Pedalion, Spiral, Case Closed, Fruits Basket, Nigma, and Haragu, just to name a few, are also showing on the network right now. Um, personally, cool because I really like Suzuka, I really like Peach Girl, um, Moon Phase, they've been playing on the IV, or on the, um, the classic channel, the IVTC, I think it's called, and, um, so, I mean, that's been kind of played out already in America, and I didn't really like Moon Phase, because it was too much Moe for me, but, um, uh, no Black Cat, love. I, no Moe love, not, not in Moon Phase, at least, but, um, Black Cat, I started, but never really got into, personally, um, hopefully, on Fios TV, Dish Network, and some other... Oh, it's over the air permanently in the California and the Sacramento area, and then Columbus, Ohio also yeah. gets over the air. Two great areas. I know Dish... Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Dish Network, I know. I can only watch Funimation Channel from like 11 to 1 because they break into whatever program, whatever channel it's on. It's kind of Colors TV for any Dish Network subscribers. And you get two hours of the Funimation Channel. And I know that's running right now is Kadoja and Case Closed and some other anime and I'm too lazy to look or care. Yeah, but I've been watching on... My DVR is filled with Kadoja episodes, so I know. Well, it seems like um they do a lot of... um. They've got a few of them. Um... Nozomi Entertainment stuff on there too. We've got Shingu, which I really like, and Ninja Nonsense, another good one, and Boogie Pop Phantom. So it looks like they're actually getting 
close with those guys for some of their stuff, which works for me because I like. You know, uh, what I don't get though is why they just don't expand out and try to become either a full-fledged 24 hour seven network, or or go like the anime network. Yeah, or something. I mean, like for America, you have the, either the Funimation Channel, the Anime Network, and then Comcast and has the Anime Selects on there. Yeah, and that's basically off the Anime Network. But I mean, the Anime Network is not on Dish Network, is not on DirecTV. Uh, same thing, you know, you get a very limited selection. And then it's, in terms of people wanting to watch your stuff on demand on their TV, the selection isn't that great. No, it's in, not. In terms it's like of, a couple shows at a time, and then it's random episodes, and yeah. basically got to keep an eye on it for a long time to make sure you get stuff at the beginning and you keep watching through the whole show. I mean, it's gotten crowd. better. It's gotten better because, I mean, we've got uh, Cartoon Network really stepping up their anime offerings. Mm-hmm. You know, the Sci-Fi Network, the Sci-Fi Channel has their Annie Monday block of programming. I but, I mean, sci-fi. still, if I want to... Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I get it, but I never watch it because I'm watching other stuff on Monday nights. But, I mean, I don't know. I, it's always just, I've always wondered about, you know, you have all these different 24-hour 7 channels... But they're never available to the masses. They're like the small little niche markets. Which, Mike, since when is Columbus, Ohio the anime capital of the world? Or, oh, it's or, interesting know, that America. it's not, for that matter, um... Oh, it's in New York, York too, Texas, sorry. But yeah. Because, I mean, that, I'm, like where they're located, where Funimation's located, that's kind of funny. But I, yeah. um, I think it just comes down to... I think Columbus is actually a fairly common test... Um, area. I might be wrong, but I think it is. So that might be what it gotcha. comes down to. And it's just one of those things where they're not sure if they have the money to really expand it that much and that kind of thing. They do what they can without um, over um, overreaching with their resources. You know? Mm-hmm. <coughs> I think that's what it comes down to. Uh, Alright, well, on that note, I'm gonna switch to the next topic we have today that Prince of Tennis is ending its run this week. The last um, chapter is going to be published in the newest Shonen Jump which should be coming out I guess like this week in Japan. Well, it came out yesterday. Heard. Yeah it came out yesterday in Japan and that was the three and the, it ended up having 379 chapters. Which is, to my understanding, pretty damn long, but I personally am not that big a fan, or I haven't really had the opportunity to check it out, I should say. I'm Not to say that I don't like it, it's just I never really checked it out, so I don't have an opinion on it really at all. So, But still, it, for some sports thing, I imagine that's a pretty long number, or a pretty long run. Yeah, no kidding. Mm-hmm. All right. So, okay, I mean, I guess that means there's a lot of stuff for us to do in terms of, or not us as an us, but I mean, like, a lot more episodes that's going to be either drawn and made into anime, and it sounds like it's still got a lot of life ahead of it in terms of the anime side of things. Maybe. Next story is a South Carolina student is removed over a Death Note list. <laughs> this is pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, a Huntsville Middle School student is removed 
after a school official confiscated a death note notebook last week. The school district officials in the city of Hartsville linked the notebook to the Death Note anime series, which runs on Adult Swim Network in the United States. The student's notebook reportedly lists seven other students' names, and the school is planning a disciplinary hearing for the notebook's owner. I gotta Talk just say... about stupid! Oh my god, it's like... Yeah, can you really be that dumb to actually bring something like that to school? I understand... Apparently, a middle school student, for that matter. They just bring something like that. Write, write students' names in it, for one thing. And then bring it to school, where your teacher can find it. And it's not like... I've seen these those notebooks that the kids... That people buy. They say Death Note, write the frig on them like the real thing. I mean, it's like... Uh, I, think it's, I think it's just stupid, because we've had seven school shootings in the last month. Or something like seven or five, or a very large amount in January, and oh, it's only March. Holy shit! Um, you know, school safety is getting more and more and more. Where you even say the word death threat or something, you're gonna get pounced on. I mean, exactly. I, I think it's just stupid. I mean, I don't know how much you can say the kid should have been aware of all this. I mean, he the kid is just in middle school. But still, you have to a little bit of common sense. But, I mean, who knows? Yeah. Hopefully, he doesn't get too much punishment. I mean, pretty stupid. But maybe he's just a really big fan of the anime and wanted to be like, yeah, wanted to be like Light or something. I, I don't know. Light is you know? cool, but... <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> only, yeah. I still think it's pretty damn funny. Alright. Yeah. I... Moving on to a little more um, notable story is... That ADV, who has been basically making everyone paranoid nutcases because of removed titles from their release list, has finally given us some new dates. A lot of stuff that had been scheduled to come out the past few weeks wasn't getting shipped. And essentially what they've done is they've crammed all that into the next week or two. So, in the case of Canon, you've got Volume 2 out this week, and then next week Volume 3 ships. It's basically, they had all this shit just sitting in a warehouse waiting to be shipped. It sounded like the whole reason that it all happened was that, um, they were having issues with investors and they just had to get everything ironed out. And from the sound of it, for the most part, it's straight. The only thing that isn't on the list that really, um, that I'd say is probably, it's personally my most, the show I'm most interested in getting a hold on from them is Gurren Logan. They haven't given a new date for that yet, which is kind of strange, and hopefully that is just, like, something else. Maybe they're just waiting to do something else with the show. That's what I'm praying for. And then, they didn't put Devil May Cry on their list, but I know, and I've heard that, um, it has shipped. The first volume has shipped of Devil May Cry. I've seen it in stores. Oh, yes, yes. Um... They don't have any dates for the f- for future volumes, though. <laughs> and that's the same as Gurren Loggins. It's like, what's going on? Maybe there's just something else they have to iron out for those specific shows. But for the most part, everything is straight. They have new dates for everything. Five centimeters per second comes out next week, which I'm really excited to get a hand on. Because I've, been wa- I've really wanted to see that movie for a while now. And, alright. You got anything like oh. that? 
Uh, yeah, I guess five cent five centimeters per second is a big deal, just because I know it's gotten a lot of press. Yeah. Um, won some awards too. Yeah, it's so the I'm, same guy as all voices of a different star. Yeah, so I'm wondering how good it will be. And if you're a rent anime customer, you can actually rent Canon Volume Three right now because uh, they get shit in early and they rent it out to people right away. So I don't know. I think it's good though. We're finally getting. It seemed like for a while with the with the you know the delays and whatnot for for ADV, the market felt really flat. It felt like you know, oh, we've gone from nine releases a week to six or whatever. Yeah, and it was and it was really slow, and it was like, okay, I don't care, I don't want, I don't want that show, don't want that show, don't want that show. Okay, I'm gonna go find something else to do, not yeah. watch anime or go invest in anime or whatever. Well, now I so. finally start picking up canon because I I I had held off on it because I was waiting for that because I was waiting to figure out what the hell's going on before I picked. Yeah, it up why why I started why I started show to yeah I don't want to end up finishing. like all those people who got kind of screwed with some of the shows from Gideon. You know? Yeah. Alright, man. Take it away. A new Trigun movie has been announced. Shock, shock. Huzzah. Shock. Yeah. Um, I mean, damn. I mean, Trigun's been around forever. I mean, I was watching Trigun before I started watching anime. Like, it was <laughs> that long ago. I mean, I wonder what spurred all this, but, um... The promotional cover wrapper on the 14th and final volume of Yasu... You can name. Yeah, Yasuhiro Naitao. Sweet. I think. That's how I've always pronounced it. Okay, uh, that guy. This Trigun Maxim manga has, has reviewed a 2009 opening for the previous announced Trigun theatrical animation project. The tentatively titled project, Trigun the Movie boring project will feature the completely original story from the night from Naitao and Trigon series director Satoshi Nishiyama yeah I apologize for the uh, bad pronunciations that's all good uh, fluent and all that but um wow you know that's a title right there Trigon the movie yeah I'm sure they'll give us something a little better but I'm still excited just because it's all great characters and from what and it sounds like, yeah, it's a completely original story. I don't know if that means it's going to fall outside of the anime story, or if, it, if it's going to fall within the anime story, or if it's going to be just completely separate, like outside of canon completely. But it's still cool, because I remember them mentioning it a couple years ago, and it kind of like disappeared, and at least now they're finally saying that it's happening, and that they're working. And it's nice to see that um, Nighthouse actually working on something again, because after um, Gungrave, he kind of seemed like he disappeared. He wasn't really doing much of anything, and Gungrave was so badass that I wanted more. <laughs> Alright. Now, this is another... And apparently this was the week for new crap from the 90s. Because we've got ourselves another Slayers TV series in the works. For some reason. Uh, there's like no detail on it just that it's a complete just that it's a new production for sl- a new TV slay new two sheet sorry my tongue just um got a little twisted there a new TV series for Slayers no detail on who's gonna show up anything just that it's a new show coming 
at some point. And Yippee. I guess for all the Slayers fans who I'm, don't already own the box sets, I guess they're excited. I'm sure I'm sure they are. I'm personally couldn't care, but same here. You know, good for them. <laughs> well, Cartoon Network is ready to run the Blue Dragon this spring. The North American anime distribution Viz Media, who Viz seems to love be in love with Cartoon Network, hell yeah, as they've got the Dragon Ball Z, they've got the Prince and of the Dragon Ball Funimation. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. my apologies. I know it seems like Viz and Cartoon Network are in bed. They've got like you know Death Note. They've got almost every anime series. Yeah, it's all. Uh, try, you know. Yeah, it's all Viz and Funimation on Cartoon Network. Yep, like, no yep. So yeah, Viz Media's announced that North America's Cartoon Network will run the Blue Dragon Fantasy Adventure anime series this spring. The anime, the anime's American television premiere will follow its April 2007 Japanese broadcast premiere only by a year, which is pretty darn impressive. That's pretty fast. And I, I personally haven't checked this out yet. I'm sure. It's going to be airing on Toonami, and I'm sure it's probably going to be pretty popular with kids, because it's got it's got that same look as Dragon Ball, because it's got the same character designer, Akira Toriyama. So it looks, I mean, almost I did a lot of like it, and I'm sure the kids will love it, and that's good. More um, more eyes get ki- get them hooked on it young. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Save this industry with the little ones. There you go. I, I played the game, and it was alright. Yeah. But I don't know how you could make an anime out of that. I'm not really sure scenario, how they did it, but I, I assume they did it a half decent at least. They've got all these like different a- mangas based on it, too, out. they got one of them that's drawn by the um, guy who drew um, Death Note. Oh, okay. I can't remember. It's got a weird name that I, I don't remember off the top of my head, but I know that that's the guy who did it. <laughs> Which is kind of cool, I suppose. It's apparently there's enough out there for the story to. So in the releases of anime, a third School Rumble anime has been announced. Yay! The no, official website for the School Rumble Slice of Life anime franchise has announced the third series has been greenlit for production in Japan. Uh, Kodansha. Kodansha. Kodansha will bundle School Rumble third term DVDs with the limited first editions of the 21st and 22nd Japanese volumes of Jin Kobayashi's original school comedy manga. The 21st volume goes on sale July 17th, and the 20th volume without the DVD goes on sale March 17th, so actually coming up here in a couple weeks. The new project will reunite director Shinji Takamatsu, series script editor Hiro Takeda, character designer and animation director Hajima Watanabe. The animators at Studio Comet, all of them worked on the first two anime series. So yeah. I guess... Well, from I mean, what for... It, oh, sorry. go ahead. Sorry. Um, from what it sounds like to me is it's just... It's the same thing they did with... Between seasons one and two, they had the two ovas. I'm not sure if those shipped with the um, manga or not, just because I wasn't really into the series at that point. But, um, it seems to me like that's what they're doing, and hopefully what that means is that they've got these in production, and then maybe a third season is coming in the fall then, because 21st and 22nd, I imagine, one comes out in July, the other one's probably coming out in September. I guess, to September, yeah. Something like that. So, hopefully that means that there is a third actual TV series to air coming hopefully in the fall. Well, that's, that's 
set I that's really where they, like. That's what they. Yeah, I think you just completely missed it. Yeah, so this this whole announcement is that now it's the third the third TV series. Yeah, they're, they're just. Or maybe they might. Yeah, maybe they might be straight to DVD. I think it'd be kind of foolish if they did. I mean, I, I always thought it was right, pretty popular. Yeah, it is. It certainly is, and it's got plenty of more plenty more for them to work with before they um catch up with it. Well, I'm not I'm not a huge slice of life anime fan, but the I show to, was pretty funny. I mean, I it was pretty good. Kind of against most of the slice of life stuff, besides um GTO, but that's just because GTO is so awesome. GTO but, kicked ass. Yeah, you call that slice of life? That's it. That's it it falls into the genre apparently, but um, like I I watched that and then I started looking for other things, and that's kind of how I got into School Rumble and some other stuff. And I there's slice the of life in there. Yeah, I saw the promo trailer for School Rumble, and I was just so wacky. I was like, oh my god, I gotta see it. Yeah, it's a fun, <laughs> it's a fun show, and, and I think most people really do enjoy it. And the manga's good, too. I mean, I think only five or six volumes of the manga are out here so far, but that's not bad. Alright, well, let's see. What do we got next? Um, Canada has banned imports of two... Um, anti-anime series, cool devices in Wordsworth. Crap! The more <laughs> but, more hentai from the nineties. Um, under some law in Canada, because they can't be imported into the country just because of their um obscene nature. <laughs> They're not see, really- and that's why that's why Al Gore invented the internet. If you really care about these really old ass hentai's, you could probably always download them or stream them or something. Because, uh, <laughs> that that I personally haven't seen them myself, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> but yeah, that's certainly wild. They're pretty out there. I've seen bits and pieces of cool devices, and uh, uh, I was talking. Out I was kind of talking. I was talking about the um. Canada banning it, <laughs> not the show. Oh well, yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, well, up there in Canada, they're more pure and innocent than us Americans, like I guess. We're all dirty, except, yes, for, the, we're except all, for all the um, conservative bricks. But. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, you know, they gotta probably have their reasons. I mean, I know, I know. A couple years ago, in America, there was a fight over kitty porn, and I'm not saying it's good or bad or. You know, I, I'm all hardly against it, but one of the things that came up in this this thing on how to ban kitty porn was anime. No. Does anime constitute, um, you know, kitty porn? And in the suit, they said, shit, maybe. "Yeah, exactly. Yeah, basically, yeah, it was all lolly shit." But you know, they depicted seven, eight-year-old girls in these really. Disgusting pose, you know what I mean? Just yeah, uh, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna say what I say about Lolly because I, I think Lolly is just sick and, you know, just there to be there. Anyway, in the end, they ruled that, you know, anime, Lolly porn was not considered child pornography because it's not real. Yeah, it's hand drawn. It's done up on a computer, and I guess Canada just, you know, how we ban books here in America and stuff like that, just says, hey, look, these are really too obscene for 
even you know I don't understand why when adults can purchase this garbage, but you know they just must feel that it's so bad to society up there that they decided to keep ban it. Oh well, what can you do? Yeah, well, no, yeah, Canada, I'm not Canadian, so, so <laughs> I guess uh, get your old hentai fix on the net or something. There's plenty of places. Yeah, really. Alright. Finally, we've reached the end. One more story. Huzzah! Okay, Sony includes the first Blood Plus episode on non-anime DVDs. Yay. Episode of the Vampire series included with 30 Days of Night and Loch Ness Terror. Will be included... It will also include the first episode of Blood Plus as an extra. Whoopee fucking do. Yes, you know... My my fix. I'm gonna go get that Loch Ness Terror DVD just for the episode. Yeah. No, nah, I guess well, that's I guess that's cool. I mean, Sony's trying to branch out, and they know the market niche is small. Why not branch out to an anime? And I don't understand like why uh, Devil May you know Funimation. Uh, yeah, sorry, ADV doesn't try to make any kind of deals with other distri- movie distributors that kind of offer Devil May Cry on the type of DVDs that may fall in the same horror genre. Yeah, that's a good point, and well, it's interesting that so- the one show that Sony friggin' distributes, Blood Plus, and they do this extra promotion for it, obviously. And they slap it on, and I could see people, especially people who like buy 30 Days of Night, that probably would get into it, because I'd say they fall into the same kind of, um, Genre, indeed. Region, you know, it's, same. It, yeah. It's just a different medium. You've got animation over real life. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so that's actually cool, though. Yeah. Alright, I got one little thing I'm gonna bring up just because I feel it's necessary. Um, You're not coming in Lolly Closet, are you? <laughs> no, not today. <laughs> I was saving that for next week. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, you find a reason to tune in, folks. Right. But I do want to mention that Media Blasters has finally given us a date on when they are releasing Beast King Go Lion in the U.S. for some reason. <laughs> no, they got it coming out in May, May 27th. They got the first box at 18 episodes for 26 bucks, so you can finally see the original um, show that was used for the source for Voltron. For, uh-huh. for, for for Lion Voltron, I should say, which is actually which is pretty damn cool. It's also the only thing I really. What makes this matter to me more is because hopefully that's a sign that they're finally moving along and that they'll finally get their act together and finally friggin' release Gal Gygar or finish releasing it, I should say, because that went on hiatus about it. Almost, I think it went a uh, last June they put it on hiatus because they needed to devote more resources to Voltron because that's been like their biggest seller ever oh and, really yes yeah I know like, they released all the buy like five box sets just for the Voltron yeah yeah um, be, yeah Lion Voltron's gonna be five box sets and then they're doing vehicle Voltron which is gonna be three Jesus Christ <laughs> and they're making big money off them it seems so I, I guess I any Voltron fans has a lot to look forward to. I only have the first set right now. I haven't bought the other ones yet. <laughs> gotcha. Just because I just haven't gotten around to it. But gotcha. Just I just wanted to release Gal Gygar, so finish up with the damn Voltron already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright. And with that... So this, 
done with yeah, that? Yeah, this race. You're done with the news. Yippee skippy. Um, right. so, for the... <laughs> Sorry, my cat is, like, rubbing <laughs> <laughs> oh, my you cat's okay? on my lap. Yeah, my cat's, like, rubbing on my microphone, like... <laughs> just, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> um, Oops. Uh, yeah, a little distracted there. <laughs> Alright, and with that... I with guess that. what we're going to move on to is... We don't have any extra special stuff for you this week, because it was kind of... We cut things a little fast this week because we're a little late, but we do have um, episode reviews. A little episode reviews for you, and I guess would you like me to start again, my friend? Yeah. Uh, so this week, Patch is going to be looking at two Gundam episodes, and I won't be doing a review of an episode. I actually had the chance to sit down and watch Shuffle Volume 1 on the airplane, and I thought I'd just share my, uh, just my, uh, opinion. Not a really review, more of an opinion on the show. And so, uh, that's what we have to look forward to. So, Pat, go ahead and take it away. Alright, I'm gonna just start and I'm gonna talk about episodes 20 and 21 of Gundam Double O. Because, uh, it's essentially this shit is, um, ramping up and well 21 we open up and it's got um basically opens up with more um Saji everybody's best friend in Gundam who they they you know decide oh let's fix this plot hole and basically explain that Luis lost her hand and because of some weird effects with um the GN particles they can't use their their shit to regenerate her hand, essentially. Which is like, no, that sucks, obviously, is basically what I gotta say. And, well, moving on, after a little more emo with Saji, we've got, apparently what's going on is, at at the end of 19, we see that all three of the world powers are gathering together, and they all have received ten new units known as GNXs that function with the GN Drive Taus, the same kind of engines that are used in the Gundam Thrones, which are essentially fake GN Drives. And basically it seems like what they've done is they've all, as part of a deal to get these new weapons, they all come together and create this new UN Army, essentially they're calling it, which is essentially the whole world's one army, which makes, well, zero sense, but... It's essentially everyone's coming together because they really want to kill Celestial Being. And not much more really happens in the episode, but we've got a little more development. Um, and what we see is two other... Well, sorry about that. There's two other key things that happen in episode 20. First is that we see the new GNXs in a battle against the Thrones. It was 10 GNXs from the Human Reform League battling the three Throne units, and they essentially kick the Thrones' asses. Because with these new units, they're essentially on level ground at this point, and um, they can handle them now. Because it re- what it really comes down to is they just have fancy suits. It's not that they're super great pilots, which becomes obvious seeing them fight. The Thrones, that is. It's that they have highly advanced suits, and now that they don't have these fancy suits, they aren't kicking ass anymore. And 
the one last thing we see in the episode that really mattered was um from what Saji's sister is investigating Laguna Harvey, who is the guy who supposedly is involved with the TNXs, and it looks like he's the one who gave them to the nations. God knows who he is or who he's actually working for. And we see her with Ali Al-Serges, who is, if you watch the show, probably one of the most evil dudes ever. And he basically tricks her, saying that he's going to tell her what's going on with Laguna. And he basically tells her everything, and then he kills her. <laughs> and leaves her to die in the rain on the... In the middle of nowhere, probably just kicked her out of the car. And that's basically how we end with episode 20. Except, oh yeah, one last thing in episode 20, we see Alejandro and whatever his little friend entering some base on the moon where apparently they've arrived at Veda's base. It's like the core for the Veda system, the Veda computer, whatever the hell it is. And moving on, we've got episode 21, which just solidifies the fact that Saji Crossroad is going to be so fucking emo now. Because it essentially opens with him, and it shows, a, it looked like a coroner opening up a body bag with his sister in it, and asking him to identify her. This is just, I'm guessing, a day or two after he gets home from sitting with his girlfriend, who got who had her entire life destroyed by the Gundams, and now there's his dead sister. <sighs> so, moving on from that... There's all this weird shit going on with, um... Setsuna, who's having these bizarre dreams about... Shit. Marina Ishmael. For some reason. She doesn't seem like she's been that important of a character, but apparently she has. And... The episode, essentially... Is the Gundam... Everyone's on the... Their ship, the Ptolemaeus, and their basically chatting away with um and what looks like happens is the union and the AEU are working together and they essentially went up into space as a team of 19 units including who I thought was probably the most awesome one of the most awesome characters in the show up until this episode um Patrick Corlasawar who cause he's just such a dumbass and he doesn't even seem to give a shit about work he just cares about Women and essentially he's in love with his commander, some hardcore chick who basically gives him crap all the time. <laughs> and well, I'm getting really long on this, sorry, but essentially we um see 19 units from the AEU in the Union go into a battle against the four Meisters, and essentially. The Meisters, for the most part, get their asses kicked. They, the, um, they're fighting okay. They're working, you know. The coolest thing about them is when you watch them, they like do these crazy formations and shit, and they like actually think about what they're doing. But halfway through the damn fight, um, Alejandro and his buddy on the moon cut the Ptolemaeus and the Meisters linked to Veda. So basically, their Gundams all go down. And 
thankfully, Sumeragi, who's apparently some... who just keeps coming up with these great ideas, set up a external link so that the Gundams can keep running without Veda. But Tiaria, who, if you've been following the show, has some weird obsession with Veda and basically had a meltdown and basically, like, a lover left him or something. Because he couldn't... He basically wasn't thinking. All he was thinking about how he was abandoned by Veda. And... Right... And he's just sitting there while everyone else is up and moving again. And there goes Patrick in trying to get him. And bam, lock on. The most, the most badass of the Meisters dives in and gets stabbed trying to protect Tiaria. And ends up very much hurt at the last second. Thankfully, this what's-his-name who works for the ship shows up in their new weapon called the GN Arms and scares all the um, GNXs away. And that's how it ends, and basically what I'm waiting to hear from now is basically what the hell's two biggest things right now is what's happening with Lock-On. Oh yeah, shit, sorry, I forgot that. Also, um, for some reason, um, someone killed that Lacuna Harvey who showed up, who's been on the show twice now. <laughs> but provided all these new suits, but now he's dead. I want to know who killed him. But then at that, the two most interesting things for me right now with the show are what's going on with Saji, where he's going, because it's pretty clear that they are building this character up for something. I don't think he can be a pilot personally, but now that his sister's dead, and I imagine he's going to be running back to his girlfriend now, because where else does he have to go? Because he has no other family. And he know, and he was told basically that she was investigating the Gundams when she died. So basically, what's going on with Saji, and what happened to Lock On? Because that's what really matters. Because I don't want to see him get, because he's too awesome to actually, um, you know, get um, killed or something. From what I've heard, it's something like he goes blind. But here's hoping that's not true, or. They do something wild, like he has robot eyes, because there's the one thing that we've been missing in this show is this guy with a mask. So, who knows? Alright, I think I've hammered on for quite a while, and I think I'm done for this episode, and I think I'm going to kick it over to you, my friend. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I had a chance to watch Shuffle Volume 1, so, and yeah, no kidding. So how many episodes did you get through? Two. <laughs> I couldn't watch anymore after that. And I guess you can say that's not a very fair, uh, you know, comparison. There's probably a lot more episodes. It probably picks up. But, um... So I had a chance to watch Shuffle on the airplane. I only got through two episodes. Because the freaking episode... Oh, it, it was terrible. <laughs> um, nice. Basically... There's five girls. You only, the, you only get to meet three in the first two episodes. And the other two really don't display their feelings for the main character named Rin. Rin is a 17-year-old high school kid. And basically, his family was killed in a auto accident. The girl he lives with is this hot girl who basically takes care of him like a mother... Her mother was also killed in the same auto accident. 
Her father was a businessman who goes overseas a lot, so they're home alone all the time. If you haven't already figured it out, holy crap, they've used this freaking scenario so many fucking times. And yeah, but there's a twist in this one. <laughs> <laughs> and they have a love, they have a sexual tension between them, or some bullshit. <laughs> but basically, it's the girl likes boy, boy likes girl, but they don't want to talk, say to each other, so they don't. And they just have all these really awkward moments. Like, they'll be holding each other's hand, and their friends will give them shit about being in love, but yet they'll both deny it. Basically, there's two new transfer students that are really hot girls. One's a demon, one's a goddess. And they're both princesses. Somehow, Raina gets to choose between these two girls to marry them. You can be either be the god of the demons or god of the goddesses. Huzzah. And, yeah. Basically, he has to fight between these two girls and their fathers. And, yeah. I just got sick of it and turned it off. Because <laughs> after the first episode, it was so filled with cliches of different animes that I just got sick and said, the, f- the hell with it. And that's as far as I got. Like, I don't know if it gets better. Maybe it does. I have a feeling that if you're a god, you get so many powers. If you're a goddess, you get so many powers. Or whatever. If you're a demon or whatever, you get so many powers. But I don't know, and I don't really care. And I gotta say, I was really looking forward to the show, just because I saw a lot of promo banners for it. It looked interesting. The work, the artwork looked interesting. And it looks a lot like... um, The anime style looks a lot like... Uh, I got the show around the tip of my tongue. Uh, Capo 2. The anime looks almost identical to that in terms of character. Character yeah. builds and all that. Hmm. So, I mean, I, I apologize for not having an episode review ready. Uh, I just didn't have time and I wasn't going to spend my trip watching anime episodes. Well, obviously. But, um... But, um... Well, you got to I crash a show with your time. <laughs> I yeah, mean, yeah, you know, it's just. I I, I, I figured now. watching Gunslinger Girl on an airplane probably <laughs> wouldn't be the best thing to watch. Might make so, some people a little uncomfortable. Exactly. So I, I figured I would watch a new show that was about love and romance, and it was pretty lame. Gods and demons, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, alrighty then. The show was very cliche. The show didn't feel like it offered anything good and exciting to jump out at you going, oh, hey, I want to watch more. Yeah, so the show wasn't that good. Oh, well. I mean, it was something I was thinking about checking out myself, but I don't think I'm going to really. It's just... With all the stuff that's coming out, there's just more that I need to buy, and I can only buy so much. Indeed. I am an obsessive collector, so... <sighs> oh, well. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting, though. It's kind of like... Yeah, I see what you're saying. It's kind of just one of the, another, just another show. There's nothing that really makes it something that you really want to watch, you know? Yeah. Oh well. I mean, and I guess if you're into the whole Harlem, and you don't really give a crap about the cliche. Maybe the show gets better. I don't know. I'm not gonna find out personally. <laughs> I hear. I usually let I usually let the first volume judge itself. 
I mean, I'm one of those people that I'd rather get something that's interesting right away instead of have to freaking wait and waste my time with a backstory of upteen episodes. I wanted to say, here's the plot, here's the main characters, here's what to not really expect, but here's kind of the layout for the show. Yeah, I said it's so freaking cliche. I mean, fuck. If anime proves that, you know, every freaking hot high school girl and average guy and they all live together, where the fuck are the parents in Japan? I mean, they're obviously dying in <laughs> auto accidents left and right. <laughs> you mean, got a point shit. there. Or they just must love transferring high schools because they love, you know, there's always transfer students, there's always a new transfer student here or there. I mean, no one ever stays in the same freaking high school, apparently. I mean, I don't know, it just seems overdone. So, that is this week's show. I mean, yes, there's really is. not much to it. We plan on recording a show here on Friday so, night yeah, or for- Saturday. So there will be a second show this week before the week ends. So for- I guess for... And- just yeah. to remind everybody, yet yeah, we're just to remind you again, we are up on iTunes. We've got everything going, and just want to ask everybody to please give us your suggestions on the blog. Email your suggestions to us at abanzaipodcast at gmail dot com. Please, uh, anything you got, and also any kind of th- any kind of topics you'd like to hear us talk about at some point, email those to us as well. We'd love to hear different ideas from people. Oh. Uh, at abanzai at abanzai.animeblogger.net There you go, only took three times to say it. But yeah, so uh, later this week, look for another episode. I will have episode reviews of Gunslinger Girl probably four, five, six. I want to try to get caught up on that and I don't want to be nine weeks behind or whatever it's sitting at right now. You know, um, something, probably not young, but I'll probably bitch about something. <laughs> so until next time, this is Jellicoon and Pat saying sayonara.